Find the best music movies here to watch 2022. Do you need to know the best music movies of all time? The films that touch us the most or leave a mark on our hearts are almost always influenced by music. As far as this is concerned, the music movies in the past used to be great, but now there are many blockbusters released in cinemas. Because of this, I've made the top best movies with a music list for you to learn about. Even though some of these films are non-musicals, they still have tremendous influence from music and soundtracks. On the other hand, some movie stars have been very influential by showing us their passion for music. So, let's get started. Best movies about music. Hedwig and the Angry Inch 2001. The story is about a singer from East Germany who suffers from a botched sex change operation, leaving her with an angry inch of flesh between her legs. She moves to the USA and gets into a relationship with another singer who steals her songs. Hedwig played in the film by John Cameron Mitchell, then ends up working at a chain seafood restaurant called Bilgewaters. It's beautiful and touches on Greek mythology, the origins of love, and gender identity. It's also a lot of fun, it's a comedy with serious messages. The songs are fantastic. Whiplash 2014. This article is about the sacrifices that a music student must make to achieve greatness. It brought back memories of my university experience. There is a big difference between studying music which can be pretty dull, and actually doing the work. It's essential to let go of all the baggage and be open to learning new things. Andrew, Miles Teller, is in a very unhealthy relationship with his music teacher. But I had music teachers in school that I was passionate about and wanted to improve for, so they believed in me. Pitch Perfect 2012. Although the film's title is about Anna Kendrick as Becca, an unwilling capella singer who is not a cast member, the real joy is watching the talent on the screen. We get to see a variety of talented singers and groups, with their incredible harmonies. The music is a celebration of that love and energy. This is why there are two sequels, not as good. In the Heights 2021. John M. Chu, Crazy Rich Asians, directing Lin-Manuel Miranda's Broadway hit musical, gives it the artistic film treatment. It is easy to feel the joy and connection between Washington Heights residents, whether they dream of better lives or those who have already made their own. If you are familiar with the musical, there are some updates and additions including a brand new song. Hamilton 2021. Miranda has had quite a year. Hamilton, Miranda's musical, was recorded and streamed live on Disney+. This is the closest you can get to the actual play, with the original cast. It's breathtaking, beautiful, and so catchy that you'll be singing it for many days. HTTPS colon slash slash youtube.be slash scafexpagehc. LALA Land 2016. This Oscar-winning, L.A.-based film, directed by Damien Chazelle and is a modern musical, follows Emma Stone, an actress, and Ryan Gosling, a traditionalist jazz musician, as they try to make it big, but instead, fall in love. Inside L.L.E.W.Y.N. Davis 2013. Although there are many films about the struggles of folk singer-songwriters and their music, this is the best, and the best streaming movie on Amazon. Although Crazy Heart was tempting, Inside Lewin Davis, 2013, was the one that was selected. Perhaps it's the Coen Brothers' mysterious effect or the subtle soundtrack. The film is a beautiful look at Greenwich Village's R scene circa 1961.
It was directed by Oscar Isaac, who performed many of the songs. The film's sound would never falter, with T-Bone Burnett serving as an executive music producer. It is a must-see because of the layers and slice of realism provided by the talented directors. Les Miserables 2012. During this eerie French musical set from the 19th century, keep the Kleenex handy. It shows Jean Valjean, an ex-convict who adopts Cosette, an orphan after her mother's death. Valjean's ex-prisoner, Javert, pursues him in France as France splits before the Paris Uprising 1832-https://utu.be/ymbhelp6ug. Control 2007. Joy Division's story is tragic. When Ian Curtis took his own life, they were just a few steps away from international success and an important U.S. tour. Anton Corbine's Control shows them rising through local clubs and recording two great albums, Unknown Pleasure, and Closer. However, Curtis's internal demons and his health problems got the better of him, and it was too late. Anvil. The story of Anvil 2008. Anvil, a Canadian heavy metal band, has been praised by Metallica, Slayer, and almost every metal band. Spinal Tap was also compared to them. The doc follows them 30 years after their short peak when frontman Lips worked for a catering business. They are trying to relaunch their careers, as they were living out a rock and roller dream that they never realized. Walk the Line 2005 Walk the Line, a romantic drama directed by James Mangold in 2005, tells Johnny Cash's life. Beyond the romance and stardom, the best part about this movie is the glimpse into the life of Johnny Cash. You get to meet top stars, drive fancy cars, and go backstage at megastar concerts. Both stars were awarded Oscars for their performances. The film also received a lot of praises from the Academy Awards, Golden Globe Awards, and BAFTA Awards. Joaquin Phoenix sang and played Cash's songs while Cash was recording the movie. It didn't matter if the film was about music, it was a big hit. Walk the Line was a film that big movie companies refused to make for nearly 10 years. It was the most successful music biopic until Straight Outta Compton, a 10 year later. Some Kind of Monster 2004. What is more important than seeing one of the most influential metal bands ever make a bunch out of wimps? Everything else is irrelevant. Filmed during Metallica's work on, Saint. This doc, which was shot while Metallica was working on, Saint it's non-metal, but it is somehow metal. Dig. 2004. Brian Jonestown Massacre is probably something you haven't heard of, but maybe you've heard about the Dandy Warhols. This documentary about the ridiculousness and selfishness of both bands is hilariously entertaining and frustrating. This movie is the first to feature a fight between two bands on stage. 8 Mile 2002. Eminem portrays B. Rabbit, a poor child who lives in a mobile house on Detroit's outskirts and dreams of becoming a rapper. It may sound a lot like Eminem's life, with some embellishments. The film concludes with an epic rap battle in which Eminem, also known as B-Rabbit, defeats his competition and perhaps begins his journey toward a career as a rapper. The one shot is all you get. He took his shot. 24-Hour Party People 2002. The comedy film, which is a bit fictional, documents Manchester's music scene through the eyes of Tony Wilson, a television personality and record label founder, he founded Factory Records, and concert promoter. 
24-hour party people, which features the Sex Pistols, Buzzcocks, Joy Division, and New Order, shows how the scene has changed from the late 1990s to the early 2000s. It also highlights the eccentricity of the scene. Wayne's World, 1992. Wayne and Garth are the actual world Beavis and Butthead, who are the heroes of the Lorne Michaels-produced film. It was spun off from a Saturday Night Live skit. Although they are long-haired and stout rock and roll stones, their hearts are big and incorruptible. These multiple ending sequences are among the most innovative in American cinema. High Fidelity 2000. Let's face it, every music nerd can be a selfish, insensitive, and snobby jerk. John Cusick portrays this character in High Fidelity, a story about a Chicago record store owner struggling to heal from a split. He listens, talks about music, mostly in top five inches lists, walks, eats, sleeps, dreams, and sort of figures out how to be better to the person he loves. Jack Black's hilarious performance as a record store employee is the highlight. Almost Famous 2000. It is the ultimate dream scenario for a music journalist to tour with a rock band and write about it in Rolling Stone. Cameron Crowe's film Almost Famous is a perfect example of this. The protagonist rides with the band on tour, and in airplanes, and watches the frontman get psychedelic. He also sees the backstage drama, where he loses his virginity. Philip Seymour Hoffman plays the heroic Lester Bangs, a music journalist. The Doors, 1991. Oliver Stone directed The Doors, which was released in 1991 to mixed reviews. Those critics may regret their silly comments as time passes. I remember that scene when the synthesizer player couldn't relax on the beaches until he had a breakthrough on the melody that he had been struggling to find. For me, that's the way it is. It's all work and no play. Martin Scorsese, William Friedkin, and Brian De Palma all considered making the film. However, the band wanted Oliver Stone to direct it after his success with Platoon. The film went through almost a decade of development while trying to find big actors to portray Morrison. Val Kilmer was the right choice. Jim Morrison's family and bandmates were dissatisfied with the film. They claimed that it depicted Jim Morrison incorrectly and was damaging. The film only grossed $34 million worldwide, but it cost $38 million. Even though it has a large following, it is now a cult movie. You'll see Billy Idol playing a part if you pay attention. Purple Rain, 1984. It turns out that Prince is just as captivating on screen as he is on the speakers. Prince's album Purple Rain was released in cinematic accompaniment. He is the kid, the frontman of The Revolution, a band trying to make it in Minneapolis music scene. Although his life is full of struggle, doubt, and pain, the kid is a star on the stage. Prince's concert footage of his band performing classic songs like Let's Go Crazy, I Would Die For You, and Purple Rain were breathtaking and helped to sell the album. This is Spinal Tap, 1984. This Spinal Tap was a mockumentary written and directed by Rob Reiner back in 1984. It's a mockumentary of the enormous rock star egos, but it's pretty accurate. Managers and musicians alike can complain about small things like riders and the mechanics behind big concerts. Spinal Tap was a fake British rock group. However, they recorded an entire album and performed at live with hits like Tonight, I'm Gonna Rock You Tonight, or Give Me Some Money. It's one of the greatest films of 1984, and all the critics loved it.
This is unusual since most people want attention by being contrarian. Big rock stars loved it. The Library of Congress has preserved this movie in the National Film Registry because it is culturally, historically, and aesthetically significant. Nearly all the dialogue was improvised. There is no script, only scene outline. Spinal tap is a term for rock bands that take themselves too seriously. Amadeus 1984. 18 of 53 awards won by Amadeus were Academy Awards. This is a good result for a film about classical music, especially the fictional battle between Amadeus Salzburg and Antonio Salieri. The film portrays Mozart as a wild, crazy, and reckless party boy who takes all the glory away from Salieri, who devises a sinister plan to destroy Mozart once and forever. Blues Brothers, 1980. They were on a mission. They were on a mission from God. John Belushi and Dan Aykroyd are trying to get the group back together to perform a show and raise money to save the orphanage where their parents grew up. They will not be stopped. There are many jokes and great performances, including appearances by Aretha Franklin and James Brown. The Last Waltz, 1978. The band is a great group, without a doubt. Their final concert was a significant one. A film about a concert is bound to be boring unless Martin Scorsese directs it. The movie was shot in 1976 at the Winterland Ballroom. The band's friends include Van Morrison and Joni Mitchell, Neil Young, and Muddy Waters. These candid interviews give a glimpse into the motivations of one of rock's greatest bands. The Sound of Music, 1965. High Fidelity, released in 2000, is high up on the list for the greatest John Cusick movies. High Fidelity is a film that digs deep into your soul and inspires millions of mixtapes for lovers worldwide. It was challenging to settle on a soundtrack, which is not surprising considering the film's primary focus on music snobs. The film's soundtrack is a great success, featuring such artists as Rokie Erickson and Bill Callahan. You'll be able to start a vinyl collection if you don't own one before you see this movie. Honorable mentions for the movies with the best music. Although there are many more, we felt this extra section would be sufficient to provide all the information you need about the top music movies. You can find more if you need them, but they are not always worth your time. All of these offer something valuable. The Runaways, a 2010 independent film, is about the formation and eventual dissolution of a 1970s rock band called The Runaways. Bound for Glory, a 1976 biopic, is based on Woody Guthrie's fictionalized autobiography. If you are interested in the directing side, it won the Academy Award as Best Cinematography. Lady Sings the Blues, a 1972 biopic about Billie Holiday's life and career, is available. La Bamba, a 1987 film about Richie Valens' life and music career, is fantastic. It is so great that it is in the National Film Registry for Preservation. Cole Miner's Daughter, a 1980 smash hit, tells the story of Loretta Lynn, a country music singer. Since 1937, A Star is Born been made four times. The 2018 version stars Lady Gaga and many other big stars. It is about the growing romance between these two musicians. Sid and Nancy, a 1986 film, is about Sid Vicious's life and Nancy Spungen's love. Although it didn't make much money, everyone who saw it loved it, and it is now a cult favorite. Tina Turner's life is told in the 1993 film What's Love Got to Do With It?
If you are looking for a movie about music, this is a great choice. Bob Dylan's 2007 film I'm Not There tells the story of his life and music. It is considered to be one of the greatest films of the year. Conclusion. It's all about the best music movies ever that Fiddler know. If you have another suggestion, feel free to post it in the comments. So we might check it out and add it to our collection.